What's up, everyone? This is Press X Start Podcast Season 5, Episode 39. Press X Start Podcast is an audio and video podcast seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an underserved and protected point of view. Restorative justice for the unrepresented programmers, developers, and consumers. I am your host, DJ, aka Sexy Bad Choices, aka Daddy Long Legs, aka Did You Know? A while ago, Researchers found a exotic colored bird. Uh, this bird, it, it looked kind of like a phoenix. Mm. And people were like, oh my God, this is a new species of bird. Like, we've never seen this before. Like, and they started doing research. And <laughs> someone was like, mm, that kind of looked like a seagull, guys. And they're like, what? What do you mean? And it turns out that it was a seagull covered in curry powder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a spicy bird. <laughs> so wait, where did they find this bird? Was it like in uh, Asia? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to like dig in or or Jamaica, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anywho, I am Sean M. F. Ross. What the M. F. stand for? Jump master. Jump master. Yes, I went skydiving this morning. Cool. Whoa! Oh shit! Really? <laughs> Yes. Oh my am, gosh. I'm nauseous. Oh no. <laughs> my, my ears are still popped, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. That's awesome. Did not scream. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, could you? It was yeah, I mean, it was just that initial what the fuck? Like the first drop out of the plane <laughs> and then they pull a shoot. Shout <laughs> <was> like I <laughs> no <Final> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful morning for it. I'm gonna do that again. Oh, we man. were actually the last jump because it got too windy. So like after yeah, we landed, yeah. they had to have people come assist them because uh the parachute would have pulled them away. <laughs> so they had to like uh like deflate wow. it or you know not deflate it but you know yeah deform it so it wouldn't pull them away. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm gonna do that again. Okay, okay. Look at you. I, I got video. <laughs> I got proof. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is here? It's your boy Jordan, aka JX Bot, aka. The Ridden. The final Ridden. Oh, final okay. Ridden. Okay. I, I'm guessing we're going to get more information about that later on. <laughs> Jordan nods. <laughs> Last up. Uh, I'm Avery. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Nailed it, as always. Uh, that is us. And I'm going to give you a little uh, sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about on this cast. First up, we're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad and the Gotham Knights trailer from DC Fandom. Gotham Knights. <laughs> DJ, it's Fandom. Don't forget the dome. Dome. dome? It's not Fandom. It's Fandom. Oh, okay. okay. Dome. It's close to Gundam, so, you know, got to do it. Got to do it. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Um, yes, we're going to be talking about uh, the trailers from DC Fandome. We're going to be talking about the Animal Crossing major update coming out. Uh, and then we're also be talking about EA Sports breaking up with FIFA over uh, child support. Um, oh. Well, with that being said, let us jump into what we have been playing. First up, uh, Far Cry. Far Cry 6. Who's been playing Far Cry 6? Uh, I believe myself, Jordan, and Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get this shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we were talking about this before we started recording in mm -hmm. that 
I think this is the most Ubisoft Far Cry game they've ever made, and I think it's to its ultimate detriment. Exactly. Mm. I think the world and map is so massive, and there's so much shit to do that, like, there is a level of, like, paralysis of, what do I do next? Does anything yeah. I do have any real impact? Uh, and then I think... Does the, game, does the game do a good job of leading you through the different no. territories? Oh. No, not just really. Just kind of stumble into shit. The, that's like, okay, so you start <laughs> off with a really small island, then you go to another yeah. small island, and then the game then says, hey, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm like, right. okay. Anything? And I, I think, yeah. Like, yeah, a, a I looked point, at the map sizes. I think Far Cry 4 was around 9 square miles. Far Cry 5 was about 10 to 11. Total, including the water for this one, it says it's about 34 square miles, but just the land is about 12. That's... Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I totally understand you want to flaunt the numbers, but to me, I have absolutely no comparison for how big that is, other than twelve is greater than the first number you said. Oh, tr- <laughs> and it's tr- just trust like, me, DJ. Like, just play the first hour of that game, get your bearings on the first map, and then do mm-hmm. the zoom out to see the actual map, and then you'll have the <laughs> same reaction both me and Sean had when we saw it and said, "Hey, yo, fuck this! What the hell is this? <laughs> what is all this?" And then I think my other big problem, because here's the thing, despite my complaints, I'm having fun playing the game. I think the yeah. moment to moment and just the inherent system of Far Cry and it's messing with a Ubisoft game is fun to play. Like I have fun running up on people randomly shooting them. I have fun watching a crocodile come out of the water and just maul a dude and just have no impact in the world. Just out of his own volition, come out and maul a dude. That's always <laughs> fun. Like, the world and systems, I think they've done a, a good job of Man, I was about to snipe somebody, and then a fucking eagle came in out and picked at me. I'm like, what, what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm no. slowly just... I'm, I'm starting to drag my feet a little bit. You know, I enjoyed mm-hmm. Far Cry 4. I enjoyed Far Cry 5. But I kind of hit a wall in terms of my enjoyment of this franchise now. Uh, like, it's just... I just don't feel motivated. You know, I'm, I'm going around braining people, lighting them on fire, slitting their throats. I was like, I'm not trying to say, like, add this existential question of, oh, what's the point? What is the meaning? And shit like that. No, Far Cry is supposed to be a playground, a sandbox of doing whatever you want to do right. and how you want to do it, which is why I was attracted in the first place. But this, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm like, oh, I, 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 I audibly said, what's the point? As a tank blew me up, I'm like, what's what is the point right now? <laughs> like, why are we here? I wondered how I got here. <laughs> like, it's like it's like that meme right. from from, uh, from from you know uh, Metal Gear Solid. Why why are we here just to suffer? Right. That's not playing in the background. Oh no. Oh, so my, my question is, how far are each of you in this game? Probably. Or how many hours do I put in? I should say four hours now. Nah, I'm the farthest. I think I'm out. 10 to 15 hours in and i'm still okay. like making my way slowly around the first section of the main map mm-hmm. uh like i think which, my number- who did you choose avery i chose the one they recommended which the was monteros the le- yes uh so you want a little nas x rock got you call me when you want call me when you need call me in the morning i'll be on the way and like my i think like another issue i'm generally having is i like so far i like this story and i like this main character more than i've liked the last two far cry main characters yeah and yeah. so like i kind of want to experience the story but there's I so think he much speaks more doesn't he 
She yes, yeah, she's still oh, he or she. They, 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 they speak more. They have an actual character. They have an actual point of view. Like they have a stake in what's going on in this island and shit like that, which I like, and it makes them a better character than the last. Yeah. Especially the last one, where you're just like, I'm the deputy. I'm just here. Yeah, the, the NPCs have a substantive reaction to their existence. You know, especially yeah. like that Carlos guy is like, you're just a fucking foreign. I'm like, the island's not not big enough for me to be a foreigner or a tourist. Come that was on. a weird ass moment. That was a weird ass <laughs> moment. He's like, you're just a fucking tourist. I'm like, dude, motherfucker, I live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what if I live in a shoebox? Don't mean shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I like I want to see more of the story. I want to mm-hmm. see where it goes because I, I I don't think it's going to be anything deep being told mm-hmm. with this Far Cry story. But I think yeah. it's going to be a really fun ride with really fun characters. I really want to see what's going on, with Diego. But like I gotta go through so much bullshit to get there. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna have to fight Diego at the end. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like, it, but based on early fucking conversations with like Clara and everyone else about uh, the the main villain and his entire shtick, mm-hmm. they're like, "We're gonna burn everything to the ground." And I'm sitting there like, "Are we talking about Diego as well?" And they seem to be like <laughs> totally in on we're gonna murder this small child. So I think at a certain point, a few is gonna drop here. Mm. Uh, don't spoil it. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that y'all. I will. mean, can't you just sick one of your animals on him so you don't have to do all the dirty work? <laughs> I mean, I doubt that they're gonna finish him off, but uh, animal homicide. <laughs> I mean, people already pissed off about the uh, the cockfighting. I don't think I want to. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sending yeah. a small animal against a small children. There's there's sword fighting in this. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, now I'm on the second family or group to recruit, and um, I have moved on from the tank play for now. I'm just ear dropping oh, wow. on people. Oh, wow. I'm ear dropping <laughs> on people and um <laughs> using my incendiary shotgun and my uh rifle. Oh my gosh. So is that the structure of the game where you record people until you get enough people to attack the the main castle? Giancarlo or Mr. Castillo? Yeah. Um apparently you just finish up each section's uh, story and everyone's like, let's kill that guy. Oh, okay. Apparently you can go do it early as I guess it's just gonna be insanely hard, more likely. I may try it. Mm-hmm. Like Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they have these spots. Of course, I don't remember. Did they have like uh, no fly zones in all of them before? No, uh, in four no. and five. I don't think so. Cause I don't think. Mm. In, no, I, don't, I five definitely not. Four, I don't think so. So this one has no fly zones, DJ, where you will get shot out of the air with an anti-air cannon. Oh wow! However, you can travel to them to blow them up, so you can fly through the airspace freely. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so normally I'll just go blow that up, and then apparently, like you can open up in one of the bases, um, different little satellite bases, and you can airdrop from there. So. I'm not fucking driving. I haven't even jumped in the car that they've given you. <laughs> yeah, that was one. That was one of the weird things I found. A brand new system that opened up weirdly midway into like my first couple hours into the game. It was like, oh yeah, so every once in a while we're gonna get to these like uh, gorilla camps, and you can each one has like two or three like open slots, and you can build yeah. and upgrade new attachments to these slots, and they unlock new uh, uh, abilities and things you can do in the game. Because like I thought, would to get the wingsuit, I'd have to like complete a challenge like oh man i do some extreme sports shit instead it's like nah just go to this guy upgrade and he just gave me the wingsuit and at that point i realized oh i can airdrop to bases and because of another perk where he just located different like safe houses in random parts of the map i suddenly didn't need to do any actual traveling i could just a hot drop from uh, okay it's, okay but it's funny because apparently um a lot of players are expressing frustration with 
the car delivery guy he takes too long to deliver the car <laughs> and then he stands in your way as if it's his car so they've just taken to shooting him as soon as he pulls up does that kill him to jump in the car yeah i mean <laughs> he he survives oh 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 so it's like gta where like a person like brings the car to you yeah Actually, okay. I don't okay. know if it's the same person that brings a car to you every time because I haven't jumped in a car. Oh, true. Um, true. I've only gotten in a tank, the plane, and the helicopter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I, so I have, um, I have no desire to do any land traversal. Go ahead. Have y'all have y'all done any co-op? Not yet. Nah. Okay. Do y'all plan on doing that? I guess I, I guess me and Avery will do it when he wants his uh platinum. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, Jordan, are you like completely done with this game, or are you gonna? I'm not completely done with. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I spent fucking seventy dollars on this goddamn thing. I mean, like, yeah. I'm oh gonna... yeah, no Game Pass. Oh man, gotta finish it. I guess. Whoa. No, I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I'm done with the game. I'm going to finish it, but right. I'm just like. Like like a toddler at a at a fucking McDonald's playhouse, like dragging me away from it. I'm, I don't give a fuck, you know. Just <laughs> just trying to get it over. To be uh, honest, right now. Right. I put a lot of money okay. and time in that series, and now I'm like, yeah, here we go, whatever. Do you feel like you mm-hmm. want to finish it just because you spent the money and it's not on Game Pass? No, I mean, I still have genuine interest in the application. I still have genuine interest in, you know, mm. Grand Moff Gideon and seeing the resolution of the story. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying parts of it, but I, I'm i just, it's it's tiring, is the best way I can put it. Just, like, I'm, I have my ADHD kicks in. I see a little box over there I got to go in. Mm. And, eh, you know, it's... it's one thing i do like is the music and that's because i listen to a lot of it already so i recognize a lot of the songs on the radio oh okay so sometimes danny will uh, sing along to some of them which i found you know as a nice yeah. easter egg i, have, I haven't yeah. had that yet but. yeah she was singing to it and i hopped out and i killed a person while she was singing she was like what is that oh, God, oh. <laughs> stab Mm. oh man all right yeah okay um well that's that's uh that's y'all fun experience with far cry 6 uh let's talk about back for blood you guys get to go again who's been playing back for blood (laughs) uh myself and jordan okay yeah avery and i were able to play uh cross play earlier this week you know there was some net code issues but we were able to have as much fun as we could. Uh, him and I were commenting on the various mechanics in the game, like uh, weapon mm-hmm. attachments, like trying to understand that flow. How do cards work? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, as a overarching statement, that Back for Blood is in fact more challenging than Left for Dead. One hundred percent. Even on like the easier difficulties, I ran with a full squad. And we got rocked by the AI very quickly. There are some enemies that will grieve you way harder than the enemies that were back in Left 4 Dead. But another interesting part of Back 4 Blood, which I do appreciate, is the uniqueness of each sequence. Like, there was a moment where we were, you know, not to spoil anything, but we're just going through a mine shaft, essentially. Mm-hmm. And all these fucking zombies are coming out the mine shafts. The first time we went through it, we didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like, we weren't paying attention. The zombies just kept on coming and coming and coming until we just died. Like, we just said we had no clue. It wasn't until the second playthrough that we noticed we had to blow up the mine shafts to stop them from coming in. Mm. So, oh, like... Oh, that's pretty cool. They're... What Total Rock... Total Rock... What, 
the total people. Turok, yeah, Turok Studios. Yeah. What they've done is give it more layer than Left 4 Dead. It mm-hmm. could have been a straight up Left 4 Dead clone, and we'll get to like the Left 4 Dead clone thing in the credits. And I, I know a reason why they're calling it that. It's pretty funny, but they were able to advance the formula and give it more of a personality um, in terms of gameplay than Left 4 Dead, just like which is just essentially you know a, a traversing horde mode. Right. You know, this is like, there's just more here. And it does make sense to uh, be tactful with how you set up your card selection. I mostly go stamina, like stamina, stamina, stamina. Like, I, like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. I'm running all the time. Because, <laughs> like, the first time me and Jordan played, I played Walker. And one of Walker's, like, perks is that he, like, he just does damage. So, like, I, I picked up an yeah. LMG and I'm like, I'm going to run this LMG. And essentially, that meant that I could put out like 500 damage in the fight, but then I spent a full 30 seconds trying to fucking reload this thing. And then because <laughs> I'm rocking an LMG, I was slow as fuck. Yeah. And so one se- the sequence we had at the end of the game, I died because I ran out of stamina and just had to crawl my way to the exit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordan's halfway across the goddamn map. No, no, no. Oh, it was oh, worse. I was near the Humvees and the LMGs on there. I was like, Avery! Hey, man! There's a lot of written to you, my guy. I mean, I, I would... But I mean, we might lose because <laughs> the bot because because we, we didn't have a third person, so the bot would have followed me too. And yeah. like oh, it was a sequence okay. where like the place where Avery was going to explode, and you've exploded. But actually, Avery, um, I got fucked up real bad at that same sequence. Not the ending portion. One of those spitter things hit me right at like like this portion of the bridge that didn't have any railing, knocked me the fuck off instantly. Dead. Yikes. Instantly Yikes. fucking dead. So like that, that, that's, that, that was a Left for Dead thing that, that would happen. You can like knock people off the environment. But that can happen here in Back for Blood. They don't give a shit. That killed me. My friends are like, whoa, like you're dead, dead. Your body can't be recovered. <laughs> right. Damn, son. Yeah, so I was actually watching some um, gameplay of it. And it, it looked really interesting. It looked really fun. So I'm still kind of going back and forth like, man, I, should I just pick it up? I, I could just pick it up. It's way more tactical. Like, like it goes yeah. beyond the attachments because like to, to Avery's LMG problem, like going to the shooting range and seeing how the fast mag will affect the LMG, it probably takes okay. off maybe uh, a second or two, but it's still very mm-hmm. slow. Like being tactful of your attachments, um, like that's becoming more and more clear, like, like, um, you know, having a stock that's going to switch you between guns quickly because you can notice subtle improvements or things that would make you more effective if you just had that perk or if you just had that attachment. It, like Got the you. attachment stuff really reminds me of like Apex. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. 100%. Like all the, yeah, all the uh, attachments in Apex have der- certain perks and like certain variable things that they manipulate. And mm-hmm. like, so if I got a better stock, it's not like a micromanage, like a uh, Call of Duty where like, it's like minute things of all this guys because there's so many. It's like, I right, here's like, these type of guns can equip these four things and these four things improve this one stat um, mentally. Like the guns have rarities as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of excited to run with a full squad on comms talking about it. Yeah. Because like, because there's a level of complexity of this game that I think is where it gets depth. Like the original Left 4 Dead was like, here are four maps. Each map is divided into four areas. Here, it's like, all right, here are three acts. Each act has like six or seven sequences. Sequences are all unique, all mm-hmm. interesting, all 
cool. Like, I was watching people play, like, later arms on the map, and I'm like, this shit Left 4 Dead was never doing. Like, it was like a graveyard mm. of, like, uh... That was terrifying. Like, containers. Of containers. Yeah. Of just on top of each other, oh. building the level. Oh. And it was like, oh, this is really cool. Bro. And then there were boss fights. Like, tanks and witches used to be random, like, uh, encounters that show up and you have to fight. In this game, they're like, they, they reserve those giant encounters for bosses. And mm. they are... There, there is one boss, not the ogre, there's this one boss that is legit terrifying. The breaker? Like, it's just oh, as really? big as the ogre, but it will just eat you. That's it. <laughs> it eats you <laughs> and it takes you away. Like, it, dude... <laughs> I had to turn my TV down. I almost quit. <laughs> I was like, nah, nigga. <laughs> y'all, y'all got this. Let me, let me go back to play Far Cry 6 real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me get the fuck out of here. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's like, it's called, it's called The Witch or some shit. Like, it was in this level where it had like, a lot of fog, a lot of dense fog. Uh, Seeing that fire come out, screaming, coming, look, yeah. looking for me out of all of them. <laughs> I was like, nah, nigga. You know what you did. And my right. friend warned me too. He's like, yo, there's this thing that's gonna, I'm not gonna tell you. You're gonna find out for yourself. That shit was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my final thoughts I'm very interested in what's going to be the long game for this mm-hmm, is Turtle mm-hmm. Rock going to do what they did with Left 4 Dead where they're like alright we're not going to touch this game we're going to make a sequel and then we're just going to fold all the things we put in the original game into the sequel and then we're just going to not do anything or are they going to create add new characters add new guns add new sequences add new enemies is this going to be a game to the service kind of a thing where there's going to be long term support because like this, this game is technically for free on Xbox Game Pass. If you have that, you can play it on Game Pass and you play it for free. Which I'm like, that's like a relatively big, it's a multiplayer game, so we'll see what are the general effects, but I want to see how how's the monetary like growth of this game going to be and how they're going to support it. Yeah, right. like, you know, are they going to add more? I mean, I'd imagine they might add more acts and characters, like similar and to... more cards. Yeah. More cards. Like that. A, a big issue I had early on is that the game starts off with four characters, Walker, Mom, Angelo and uh, uh, Roxy or something like that, or, or Holly. Holly, yes, the white girl. But the game shows you four other additional characters, mm-hmm. and they don't tell you how to unlock them. Oh. So essentially, you just have to beat the first act, and then you get access to those characters. And I'm like, I don't really like that. You get access to all four of them characters at the same time, or is it just like you yeah, get one? Yeah, just one. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. The game starts you off with a cutscene that shows you, like, I think this game does also a better narrative job than Left 4 Dead did. Mm-hmm. In that Left 4 Dead, like, there was a story being told in the background as you moved through that most people wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like yeah. Very, very Far Cry light. You have to, like, check your environment to get the story. Yeah. Mm. But this game starts you off with a cutscene that establishes who your characters are. Mm-hmm. They're the cleaners. Because they're immune, it's their job to fight the worm virus and protect the people. And you're essentially going on missions for your community hope which you get to run around in in the game's hub world. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. But yeah. If my internet doesn't fuck me and more of you bite the bullet and buy Back for Blood, I'm excited to play it with you guys. Yeah. And play more of it. I, I think I might bite the bullet and do that because the Riot of Republic comes out the 28th, so I got some time between now and then. Why are you scared that trash? <laughs> hey, because I like the game. Oh, I like the game. I like the game. Anyways, um, with that being said, let's jump to the next game, which is me, and it is Genshin Impact. Um, so uh, I'm having a good time with this game, as always. You know, you know what it is. You know, just uh, playing with these anime, uh, anime people. No, they're your waifus. Call them what they are. <laughs> I mean, if they showed up in real life, you'd abandon your baby in life for them. Just saying. 
<laughs> I'd have to have more of a conversation with them because as it is right now, it's like, oh, that one does the the air attacks, that one does the fire attacks, that one does the electricity. But anyways, anyways, uh, I'm more so talking about. Um, so as I mentioned, uh, either last podcast or the podcast before, they were doing an anniversary event, and it was pretty cool. They were having a bunch of stuff, and they just released a new part of the anniversary and everyone was pretty much just like what are you doing so this latest um part of the anniversary they released is basically a twitter campaign they want 500 thousand fans to follow genshin impact and if they've reached that goal the genshin impact account will be renamed to paimon which is your supporting character of the game and it's kind of like all right, where are you going with this? They said there's more. What's the point? There's more. When they hit 1 million fans to follow Genshin Impact, the Genshin Impact account will follow Elon Musk. And everyone's like, wait. Why? Why? Yeah, like, why? And they were like, wait a minute. When we hit 3 million fans following Genshin Impact, we will invite Elon Musk to stream Genshin Impact. And everyone's just like, okay, they've, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. <laughs> okay, they clearly have a marketing thing already done in behind the scenes, and this is just, they're teething it. Yo, and then they said when they hit 5 million follows, CEO, uh, mm, Daiwi, it will invite Elon Musk to visit Miho uh, HQ. Mihoyo. Mihoyo HQ, yeah. And it's just like, we don't care. We don't care about any of this. Everyone was just like, this is stupid. Like, Why Elon? It, there was there was no reasoning behind this. There there was no like inkling to oh we're gonna do something like get like Elon like and literally everyone was like this is stupid. We just want rewards in game. We don't need this bullshit. And essentially the audience was so vocal that Mihoyo was just like all right we're gonna cancel it. They not only canceled the event they deleted the tweet. <laughs> and after they deleted the tweet, Elon actually responded through Twitter, he was like, I can't wait to be in Genshin Impact with the, with the laughing emoji. And it's just like, it's so weird for how popular this game is and the weird decisions they make at times. And like, it's, it's one of those things where like, if I was playing this game, like how I play Gundam or like how I play Destiny, eh, actually how I play Gundam. If I was playing this game, like how I play Gundam, I wouldn't even know about this. But, like, I am becoming more invested in, like, what's going on meta-wise. Like, the, the actual studio and, like, what they're doing for their events and so on and so forth. And, and this is an event DJ that was trash meta. <laughs> but, wait, like, this event wasn't even promoted in-game. Mm-hmm. So, it was one of those things where it's, like, if you're following... So, the, how would you even know to go, like, the fucking account? Yeah, Exactly. Like, you'd have to be on Twitter to see it. So, it was just, like, what was the point of this? Like why 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 anyways other than that genshin is is going well um you know whoever's playing genshin right now they wanted that they should have raffled off a fucking tesla bruh there there is so much followers they could have been like okay if you follow this account you will get a guaranteed four star or five star character and like everyone would follow i would follow the fucking account like Every, I know, but what, what does it have to do with Elon? I'm saying they should, they should have given away a Tesla or something. Proof oh, that you actually t- play the game. Yeah, well, it's one of those yeah. things where, like, this is obviously a marketing stunt. 
But it's like, Elon Musk has a lot of weird nerd hobbies and shit like this. Has he been talking about Genshin for the last three months as, like, his new obsession? If he has, I ha- I don't know about it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No one that I follow that play Genshin that's been talking about this has mentioned anything like that. So it's just, like, it's just Wait, weird. Do you know other people that play Genshin? Oh, yes, 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 sir. The YouTube okay. account has 3 million followers, sir. They are legion. If they're in the <laughs> private Discord. It's six of them. I got a tattoo. <laughs> DJ got a Genshin tramp stamp. Uh, <laughs> so that's Genshin. Uh, my last thing is Nickelodeon All Stars. Uh, so I, I played. Wait, are, you, a, are, you one of those, are you one of those trash Patrick players that need to get banned from well, Evo? Here, here, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> I. I opened this game up, I played the arcade, and I realized, I'm an adult. This ain't Smash. I'm an adult. Yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong about this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. W's in the chat. <laughs> Firm handshakes all around. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, the fluidity of the game is not there. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> the game is just a meme, to be honest. These motherfuckers sit there go, oh man, you can wave dash. And I'm like, have you seen the rest of this game? <laughs> <laughs> I think what really killed oh. it is the lack of fluidity and the lack of voices. Yeah, that. yeah. Hmm. It's, it's a oddly quiet game because there is no like vocal tracks. And it's just... It, it's, it's, it's just grunts, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then even the gameplay itself it's like a cell phone. It's not like a cell phone game. Even the gameplay itself is weird because the combo I guess it's just because it's so unfamiliar. Like it's one of those things where on the face of it it looked very much like Smash Brothers, but like PlayStation All-Stars, it doesn't control like Smash Brothers and it's just like you you kind of did the same thing that PlayStation did. We've been playing Smash Brothers for over 20 years at this point yeah yeah 20 to almost 25 years that shit is so ingrained in you it's hard to play something else similar i think that's why playstation all-stars didn't do well exactly before. that's exactly why it didn't well, do well yeah it's specifically why it didn't yeah. do well because they did the whole bullshit where like you can only kill people with super moves mm-hmm. so it's like okay i'm just gonna fucking do nothing for three minutes at a time then i can kill you right right mm-hmm. like if uh i forget who made nickelodeon all all-star brawls or whatever but um if they had stuck with, okay, these features are going to be different, but they just kept the controls like Smash Brothers, this game would be so good. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can air grab, which uh, there's, there's people on both sides about if that is fine or not fine, but, like, you can grab projectiles. Like, you can do a lot of stuff that you can't do in Smash, and it makes the combat more dynamic, but... you can't block and roll like you can in smash brothers and just not having that kind of movement is so weird because you end up getting like stuck blocking at the edge of a stage and you just can't really do much unless you like hit the person or grab them but yeah it's not it's not good it's it's super rigid yeah yeah so that has been what we've been playing sounds like a big old big old bucket of wasted time sorry to hear and you hate to Mm -hmm. see it yeah yeah it was wasted your money too God damn. Yep. It was only forty dollars <laughs> though, so I don't it was it forty dollars? I think it was I don't know. I don't know how much yeah, it was. Yeah, it was forty. That's it was reasonable. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, so um before we jump into the quick hits, we have a word from our sponsors. It's us. What's good, y'all? Have you been enjoying this episode so far? Would you like to make sure that you keep getting the best laughs, latest news, and most fire takes? Then we're gonna need your help. 
If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. And if you have, then tell three people about the podcast. Could be strangers, friends, loved ones, hated ones, your Uncle Jim, I don't know. Every little bit helps. And after you've done that, please follow us on Facebook at Press X number two start, Instagram at Press X number two start, Twitter at Press X number two S, and YouTube at Press X to start TV. And if you've already done all this, well done. Platinum trophy achieved. And we are back. And now it is time for the quick hits. Number one, we're going to talk about some trailers from DC Fandom. I nailed it. <laughs> uh, the first trailer we're going to talk about, uh, the article actually comes from Polygon, and it's the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So, we all watched it. What were you guys, uh, what were you guys thoughts on this? Day one, copping it. <laughs> In the mid-2000s, DC was like, all right, guys, bear with me. King Shark. Mic drop. <laughs> The whole fucking conference room goes crazy. Like, oh my god! No, King Shark can't fight it. The success of King Shark has nothing to fucking do with DC, <laughs> especially with because like okay, he's a street so, shark, right? Yeah, basically, kind of. Shark. He's a Superboy villain. Like he showed up in old Superboy oh. comics fighting Superboy, and then uh, Gail Simone in her Secret Six comic decided to make King Shark a character. And she made his entire bit, him running around screaming, I'm a shark, I'm a shark, I'm a shark. And then when they relaunched Suicide Squad and they made it the Harley Quinn show, (laughs) they brought King Shark in that as a character and they didn't do any work with him at all. He was just a character in the book because he has a dynamic look. And then I want to say somewhere around... 2010s, Before the Harley... No, the, somewhere around because the, the King Shark thing is only like that's the thing that's only been a couple years. Uh, like I want to say, sometime before fucking the Harley Quinn animated show happened, mm-hmm. that's when someone at DC said, "You know what's really cool about uh, Marvel? Groot. I wonder if we can create a Groot-like <laughs> character." Oh, and, okay, and that's where we get King Shark. Okay. He's just way more violent in that way. But King Shark is voiced by like Ron Funches. I mean, he's great. He's, no, in, 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 uh, in the movie, he's voiced by Sylvester Stallone, which is a. James no, I'm talking Gun- about the animated Harley Quinn shows. Ryan Funk. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Wow. He's like, oh my god, is that Beyonce? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, the actual trailer itself was um very interesting. I think Sean, you said you're gonna cop it day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that they presented it like a movie. Yeah, I think it was cool. I I just. I want gameplay. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to know what cool I'm going to be doing. Yeah, I mean, Rocksteady is making it, aren't they? I trust oh, them. True, true. Mm-hmm. Well, it, to that earlier point, this is me like just believe cast and the idea of this being a multiplayer s game. I don't. This is Rocksteady doing something relatively new. It's not going to be like we're just copying the Arkham formula and putting it to this game. Mm. So there's going to be something new and interesting. I think I need to see more from that, especially when like you've immediately made me uninterested in this game with your cast and your premise. I need a bit more to get into this. So wait, we're seeing both Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights can be multiplayer um, romps. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. 
That's how they make that we, money, I guess. This is cosmetics got to sell, dude. I don't fucking know. It's all over the place these days. Do we know if this is first or third person? It might be. It's going to be third know. person. It's third. Okay. It's going to be third okay, person. Okay. I I assume it's going to be okay. third. Yeah. Okay. Can't can't, can't really see them doing first person right now. <laughs> Surprise! Except those random sequences in um, Arkham Knight. You had you had first person Joker with a mm, gun. Okay. But yeah, we're overall we're we're excited over this, right? Except for the multiplayer aspect from Avery, right? What are you saying? We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the wait and see. Okay. Like, this is one of those games where, like, I bet it's going to be like a 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. just on the pedigree of the studio. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, do I have time to play this game or do I want to play this game? I got other games to play. It's coming out in 2023. There'll probably be some bangers out there. <laughs> Xbox probably be dropping bombs. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> next trailer <laughs> is the Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights trailer. It showed a lot of uh, Court of Owls. These are all just keywords to me because I have no idea what Court of Owls is other than... Same. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, minor tangent. I want to say in the big DC relaunch of 10 years ago, they put Scott Snyder on Batman. And he decided I want to make Batman a horror book. And his big horror design idea was what if there were the criminal organization that's been running Gotham since the very beginning and just letting Batman handle shit? And the idea being that in nature... The bat's natural predator is the owl, and one of Batman's oh. like biggest villains at the, like in the past was like Owl Man. Yeah. The they rolled all that. Oh. Yeah, they oh, they rolled all that into oh. one mythos of the Court of Owls, who whose game plan was making Batman insane. And DC's been leeching off of that premise for the last ten years now. That's actually mm. a pretty cool premise. Hmm. So like, are they okay? So in the trailer, they the I guess the owl henchmen they look like they're super strong, like. The, Talents, yeah. Uh, specifically, they are like I don't remember from the comics because they were it, they're like zombie ass, like the like oh okay. The of Hours like abducts people of like promise, turns them into talents, and then puts them in suspended animation, and then they just unleash them when they need to. Oh, uh, so, so like the Winter Soldier. I'm about to say yeah, sort of, <laughs> yeah. So like you'd be fighting a talent who is like a World War Two veteran or some shit. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Gotham Knights is the, we actually seen gameplay of this. This is the four-person co-op uh, uh, RPG. Batman sidekick game, because it's all the sidekicks of Batman. <laughs> yeah, and it's RPG as well, yeah. I, you know, there was more gameplay footage of this. When they first showed this, I was like, oh, this actually looks cool. Like, this is something that I would probably get into. So, uh, did we get a release date for this? I don't... 2022 as well, 2020. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, just on the fact that there's more gameplay to this than Suicide Squad, I'm, I'm a bit more excited for this, just because I know exactly what I'll be playing. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, thanks for the explanation of Court of Owls, because I was just like, these people have weird masks, and they're super strong. Are they going to a ball? <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Beyond that, the last game the studio made was Batman Origins, which I wasn't necessarily a fan of. I thought it was mm-hmm. a good game, but it wasn't great, and it was kind of a downgrade from the other Batman games. Mm-hmm. That being said, they're making a Batman game where I can play Tim Drake Robin and just have fun. So, like, in a world where I'm never going to get any Tim Drake media because Dick Grayson is way too popular as Robin, mm. like, I'm happy that this is a game where he exists as a playable character. Actually, speaking of that, the characters they showed was Red Hood, Tim Drake, Night. Nightwing. Nightwing, yeah. Uh, Batgirl. Batgirl, and then the normal Robin 
looking which we all thought was damien because he's fucking wearing damien's costume but then they had to come out and say no this is this is tim drake mm, okay gotcha gotcha mm. okay okay well that that has been uh the, there, there's been other stuff from fandom but it's just a lot of movie stuff and you know it's cool but you know we got it we got to focus we got focus and we're going to focus on number two from wccf tech ghost recon frontland testing delayed indefinitely oh no following harshly negative fan reaction uh, so, so there are there are any number of possible reasons why Ghost Recon Frontline testing may have been delayed, but the most likely is that fans just aren't excited for this game and aren't signing up to be part of the testing. <laughs> That's insert Nelson laugh. <laughs> Ubisoft. Uh, Tom Clancy is just. I mean, I don't think Tom Clancy gave a fuck about any of these games when he was alive. Mm. You know, it's kind of like whatever. No one gives a shit. Ubisoft needs to make Splinter Cell, but it's hard because Splinter Cell is a single-player type game. But they can find something there. Reboot Splinter Cell, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's just sad, but, you know, they, they, they murdered my boy. They, they murdered uh, <laughs> Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. Sam, they killed my boy. I mean, I think the issue that Ubisoft is finding is that their current model of game works really well and makes the money. And while we'll complain they will sell yeah. so yeah. it's whatever that's all companies and they can't figure out a way to just make us like a pure stealth game in that model mm-hmm. and i'm just saying metal gear solid 5 figure that shit out you can do it well i i mm. figured it out i did it with hitman and hitman games are wildly successful like there is a pathway there they are successful now but it took them a while of making a couple of solid Hitman games for them to be like, oh, people are really talking about how these games are selling well. Because like yeah. Square Enix would have never dropped IO as a developer if the original Hitman one that came out was selling like gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. It did take them a little bit to uh, get up and running. But yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> and okay, so just, just for everyone's uh, understanding, Ghost Recon Frontlines is their Battle Royale first-person shooter. And you might thinking Ghost Recon, first person shooter, Battle Royale. Yeah, it looks exactly like Battlefield, it looks exactly like Call of Duty. And it's just, it's generic. It's generic and no one cares. And that's why this is being delayed indefinitely until they figure out what they want to do with this. Uh, number three, this comes from Screen Rant. Uh, back for Blood claps back after being called cheap, left for dead copy by KFC. Yeah, you heard it, KFC. <laughs> So, I know this on the docket. KFC Gaming, the global fast food company's gaming branch. Yes, they have a gaming branch. Why? They called out the studio's newest title, Black for Blood, for being a cheap copy on social media. Turtle Rock's response was 11 herbs and spices and still no taste. <laughs> I would call them a cheap copy of Popeyes, but KFC came out first. Well, that, that's all the replies. Just bring up images of Popeyes. All right, so yeah, right. <laughs> let me add, let me add some context to this. There yeah. is a faction inside of Back for Blood called the KSC, and sometimes if you're not paying attention, it would sound like KFC. KFC. So this is kind of like a little tongue-in-cheek oh. type thing. Like KFC is not just randomly coming out oh. fighting video game companies because they're about that smoke. <laughs> right. It was just because like there was a faction in Back for Blood called the KSC, which I had to like. Good thing I had the subtitles on because I totally would have heard KFC. Yeah. But KSC, the chicken company KFC oh. caught on, and they just wanted to you know fuck around a little bit. But there's oh, this isn't man. a real beef. For no yeah, pun intended. Okay. Even though we're talking about chicken. 
in that case, KFC game was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This was this was just a joke. Don't be talking about our food now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I it's 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 it is, it is a dumbass story. <laughs> The KFC console is just, uh, I don't even know it's the real console. Or hey, man. Uh, I bet it has a good family plan, though. <laughs> Let's just say the KFC video game console would fry my PC. <laughs> I see what he did there. That was a joke. All right. That was a dad joke. <laughs> but I have no I have no wife and no children, so I'm just lame, I guess. I guess whatever. He's practicing. He's practicing. All right. Number four. Animal Crossing New Horizon expands into new water with a free update and paid expansion on November 5th. So I'm not going to go through the detail of this because it was a 20 minute long um, video and there's a lot of stuff they're pushing onto this. And it's like, you know what? That's cool. A lot of the stuff should have came from, you know, square one, but whatever. It, it, it takes time. Well, well, for the most part. They've been okay with releasing seasonal things yes. to pad out the game's calendar. And the fact is they 2.1 and it's like all this stuff. I think it's fine. I think a lot of the contention from the Animal Crossing fans is that after they completed their first year of release, they had been quiet about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And this is their answer of what we're doing. I, I think what, what I'm getting at is more so not necessarily like the the extra frills that they've added. It's more so the activities that you can do on your island. So for example, one of the things in here is like you can do a a morning stretch or like some kind of like yoga activity with your with your group. And it's like that that kind of should have there should have been a slew of things you can do with your neighbors in game, but like you just you can't like you get them yeah. and it's like that's Someone it. call this Stardew Valley 2.0. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, 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 I can you, see that. You can do from farm to plate now. Apparently, you can eat the stuff you grow. Yeah, yeah, so you can start growing uh, crops and such. But yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff in this, and it, it's, if you're in Animal Crossing, you put it Integrity down. Farms. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, if you put down <laughs> Animal Crossing and you are just, you know, need something to do this fall. Definitely look at that free update. The paid expansion is also a really interesting expansion, and it's pushing into more design versus the social interaction that you know Animal Crossing is known for. So it's pretty cool. But check it out. Check it out. Social interactions, more like slavery. We didn't. You didn't talk about the price, did you? No. Well, well, that's, well. That's the second part. Yeah. So um, there's a cousin to this article, and this comes. This number five comes from The Verge. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online's uh, N64 and Sega Expansion Pack launches October 25th. Why is this important? It launches for $49.99. Why is this important? Because they've also included the paid expansion of Animal Crossing New Horizons into your Nintendo Switch Online account. And essentially, that has done um, a few things for a lot of people. One, say, what the fuck? Two, what is Nintendo Switch Online anymore? Like, what's going on? And three, why is it so goddamn expensive? So, so you, I think eighty dollars for a shared family. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. I think if we if we were to get into a time machine and go into like the seventeenth century, right? Oh yeah, the high time of piracy in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Let's think about why they did that shit. Like, why did they just start taking things from people? Is it because of maybe prices weren't. You know, 
<laughs> acceptable based on, on, on the cost, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're just assholes. But I now see why there's an emulation market. Mm. I now see why there's a piracy market. Because yep. this shit's fucking bullshit. Yep. You know, the yep. nickel and dime when you... I'm not trying to, you know, say I'm, I'm promoting piracy here. But I understand why, why it exists. Hey. I didn't have any interest in playing these games again, but I want to pirate them just because I'm principled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because... <laughs> Just nickel and diming. This bullshit. Well, we opened up this can of worms. My thing with piracy is if you can't acquire the thing legally at a relatively reasonable price, 100% do it. Fuck it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can get this shit for two ninety nine on a fucking Steam store and you still want to pirate it, you're an asshole. That being <laughs> but said, this, this, yeah. this is this is fifty a year. This is this is PlayStation Plus or, or eighty for the family plan. Go ahead. So here's my general issue with this. The base Nintendo Switch Online, which is access to their online, it's $10 for your family, uh, and it gives you access to their NES and uh, SNES libraries, fucking fine. I've never had any real reason to use it because I don't play online games on my Switch. In fact, the Switch as a console doesn't really benefit from an online infrastructure if it's like a fucking handheld device, which means you're if you're going to be primarily using it online, you're on fucking Wi-Fi and shit, and that's not the best for like a, a handheld experience. You have a point. You have a point. And then, like, I have no nostalgia for the NES or SNES, so those list of games have never really appealed to me. I sat down and played Super Metroid for, like, five seconds. I'm like, this is maybe one of the greatest games of all time. I don't give a shit about this. (laughs) I think the coolest thing about those games is that you can, like, their save systems are so advanced because the games are so old that you can fucking save it. auto-saves frames. Mm -hmm. So if I get hit in frame five, I can, like, go back to frame three and just not get hit, which is actually really cool. But, like, whatever. The basic system that's cheap. Sean got it for the group of us. And I, once again, thank him for it. He's being an entirely selfless human being. He's a real MVP. Whatever. Adding $50 for just (laughs) N64 games. No, no, no. And and Sega Genesis. Fuck the Sega Genesis. It (laughs) failed for a reason. (laughs) No, the Genesis didn't fail. You're thinking of the Saturn. Yes. Okay. Cool wings. Where, like, <laughs> like, that is insane. Like, if this was a $20 price increase, I would have been like, okay, I, I wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. But, like, 50. Yeah. And then you and then here, if you look at the lineage of this uh, service and the frequency of games that they add is non existent. Yep. Yep. So, like, it's not the complete N64 library, it's 10 games that they were able to get the license oh for, and then here's five or six Genesis games, and then maybe we'll add a couple more later on. And I'm like, like I have nostalgia for the N64, but only for like a very small library of those games, mm-hmm. like Banjo, Mario, and like Mario Kart. And with Mario Kart, I can just play eight. I don't need to go back and play the old one. Why would I want to go back and play the old one? Yeah. Banjo, like I own Banjo on like four different consoles, so I kind of don't even need this. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so like. This is just fucking dumb. And then, as far as I can tell, the DLC for Animal Crossing isn't locked behind this thing. If it was, that would be bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You could buy it separately. You can buy it separately, which is fine. And I think, here's the thing. If going forward, all DLC for Nintendo first-party games becomes part of their... Included, kind of. Expansion, then I see why this has value. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and at jump with just Animal Crossing and N64 and Sega Genesis games, this is absurd. Yeah. And that, but what core, if you don't play their shit though? Then what? Yeah, I don't play then, Animal Crossing. Yeah, and then at the fucking core, 
I don't think the increase. By is the going- way, the uh, Animal Crossing DLC or the Animal Crossing paid expansion is twenty five dollars. Yeah, which I think is fine mm-hmm. for what that game is. It's right. essentially a different game. Yeah. I'll add it on. And then at its core, I have no confidence that they're going to improve the online experience with their system at all during this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's very apparent that they were kind of just throwing stuff on the board and seeing what sticks for the fact that they just kind of included that into the online service without saying like, yeah, we're going to be doing more of this, you know, down the line or or putting like, for example, Breath of the Wild, like that has um, that has ex- uh, paid expansions like put that stuff on there too so it's also free so at least people have an idea of oh so they're actually going to be including like downloadable content to your online subscription that's cool maybe i will buy into this but so this is another week of nintendo fucking us and the fans (laughs) what what sucks is they they took a triumphant and really cool last like last bow for animal crossing they Mm -hmm. also announced that this dlc and this uh expansion are like the final things that they're doing for the game right which is kind of insane because like they would be making so much money if they just kept doing this and made animal crossing as a game as a service because that game was designed to be played at forever whatever But it's the final swan song. They did a lot the community wants. And then in the fine print, they added this bullshit afterwards. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. All right. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see how uh, Nintendo responds to that. Um, they probably won't. Number six. This comes from Game Rank. Uh, New World players are getting robbed by their own guilds. <laughs> the problem lies with companies. Terrible. New World's equivalent to guild. Guilds? Guilds, right? I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why guides pop my head. Uh, a company is a player-owned and operated outfit which can control territories, tax the players there, and go to war with other companies over territories. Each company is under one New World's three factions. The company's money is put into their treasury, which only the company's leader, the governor, can access. <laughs> so access it they are. Uh, they're taking all the money out of the company, pocketing it, and running. <laughs> like, Damn, I like it here's the thing right as shitty and crappy as this sounds Mm -hmm. this is also like kind of cool that you can do this in game mind you mind you mind you it's bad it's it sounds like some eve online bullshit yeah like there's a guy dedicated to like just the economy of that game so it doesn't collapse on itself (laughs) yeah and it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like that's interesting i i wonder if they i mean on the face of it i would imagine they did this on purpose, so they gave a person the actual responsibility of collecting money and being able to be responsible with that money. But I, I wonder if they thought like, huh, I wonder if someone's going to abuse this system because, of course, someone's going to abuse every system in every game because that's what people do. Um, yeah, like, why, why is there no backups to this in any way, shape, or form? Like, any record keeping? So at least the... So that's a good way to kill your game. <laughs> yeah this is just it's crazy it, it's it's crazy and it's one of those things where uh when new world released it did really well uh you know a lot of people jumped on it a lot of people liked the game this is something that sucks for those people um you know i would imagine the developers will be able to compensate those people who lost their money i would hope so i would really hope so but um yeah i don't know i mean none of y'all played new world right no i have no. no interest in it okay yeah me and mmos are like a 
once in a lifetime situation. Mm. Like Final Fantasy was the only game that could get me into playing MMO, and I got to the end game, and I'm like, I'm done with this. Fourteen. What? Yeah, I beat fourteen. Oh. And then I got to the end game, and I'm like, ooh, let me see if I can grind. Oh, what do I have to do to get this like end game armor for my dragoon? (laughs) Now fuck this shit. Oh, I'm gonna go play other games. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) How about you, Jordan? You uh, you interested in New World? No. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Uh, number seven. This comes from Best World News. EA Sports is planning for a FIFA without FIFA as Football Association up asking price to one billion US dollars. A thousand. Why billions. ask for a billion when you could ask for a million? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean, I, I, I got to tell you that uh, a billion's. More, more than a million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, you, you, are you too young for that reference? Yeah, no, no, I'm not young. I'm not that young. <laughs> Come on, it's Austin awesome Powers. I thought you, I thought you, like, I thought you were going to run off and do the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so Timeless. FIFA is seeking more than double what they currently receive from EA Sports. According to people with knowledge of this talks, a figure that would increase the, its payout from the series to more than $1 billion us for that each four-year world cup circle so cycle cycle yes all right yes uh yeah so that's that's wild uh the dispute is not just about money though the talks have also stalled because fifa and ea cannot agree with the gamers exclusive rights should be included um because yeah, so like, ea owns the nfl video game rights yeah they robbed that shit and killed yeah. all the 2K series. So. Right, right. So essentially, I'm, I'm finally no breaking other... up monopolies. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. Essentially, what the second part was there that... isn't a monopoly for soccer though. Oh, there isn't. Oh, okay. No, because like mm. there's Konami had the Pro Evolution series. Well, and is uh, how about how about for the FIFA teams though? Like, because like I imagine those are the most popular clubs on the planet. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, but I think in regards to, like, if you were a football soccer fan, yeah. there were multiple high-level games going yeah. on at the same time mm-hmm. while featuring high-level named face players in the faces, while for the American football, there was just Madden, and Madden just had the monopoly mm-hmm. for that. And ain't nobody trying mm-hmm. to play the arena football game. <laughs> the Baltimore Bullets. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so essentially, is this is kind of one of those times where it's you know a lot of people are actually on EA Sports side because it's just like this is this is one hundred percent like why FIFA's already a bizarrely openly corrupt company. FIFA's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like EA is fundamentally doing all the work and just shoveling you money that you don't have to do anything for, mm-hmm. and then to be like, I right, now double it. I'm like. I personally think that as long as EA is able to maintain the rights of the individual players, yeah, and that type of stuff, yeah, so it, that whatever they call this game, it'd be fine. Yeah, so that's actually what people are, are speculating that like FIFA just organizes the different clubs, the different teams, but they don't actually own the teams or the players. Mm-hmm. So EA could actually have individual deals with the different teams to like figure out like you know what they're gonna do in terms of rights and like using the characters for the games. Um, yeah, but like, I totally agree with Avery. I definitely think that this is one of those things where at this point, EA's FIFA soccer game is so big, they could literally do the exact same layout of the box cover, switch out FIFA for 
I don't know, EA Sports football, EA Sports soccer, whatever they whatever they want to say. Soccer dudes. Soccer dudes. <laughs> and like people will look at that and just be like, oh yeah, that's that that's EA Sports. I want that. I'll, I'll pick it up. Like I I feel very confident that they can drop FIFA and be totally fine at this point. But I could be wrong though. Yeah. yeah. That shit cray. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to lose a lot of impact on just the idea of we can't call our games FIFA, and that's what it's been for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. But in an era where, like, Pro Evo is now just fucking E11, ECs or so, whatever, and there's no other big soccer games, Mm -hmm. anyone on behalf of brain is like, oh, I want the EA soccer game. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, really and truly, if they wanted to be, like, big brain about this, they could push an update to all of the FIFA games that are currently online and being like, hey... FIFA is going to be changed from FIFA to whatever EA game. And it's just like, yeah, put that as a login message. Yeah. Like that would do it right there. (laughs) Shit. They could push an update and just change the splash screen to whatever they're going to name it next. Right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And they're really smart. Be like, all right, anyone who sees this ad, here's a code. <laughs> It'll get you off on the brand new game. So now you won't miss it. Exactly. 10% off. <laughs> right. Hey, that's it right there. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it. We are not going to do a heavy hitter because we have pretty much made a lot of these medium hitters. You see what I did there? That's a, that's a fighting game reference, my guys. Fighting game. Mm, Tech okay. Soul Calibur. Well, this has been another episode of Press X Star Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed making it. <laughs> Don't forget to rate us in your favorite. Fuck with that. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review. Yes, don't forget to rate and review us. Like, share, and subscribe on your favorite YouTube channel. Uh, you can rate and review us on whatever audio podcast platform you're using because that would be great for us. And uh, those numbers and those ratings and those stars will help you know share this content with more people. And that's what we want to do. So once you did all that, we say thank you and make sure you check more of our content. And until next time you hear from us, you take care. Thank you.